on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You can text us on 81215 or you can follow us on Twitter, of all things, at Frank on Absolute. I think we're also on uh, Facebook, MySpace. I'm uh, on LinkedIn, if you really want to <laughs> You're on uh, Friends, you know, dig deep. Friends Reunited as well. Friends Reunited. <laughs> yeah. I'm on under Albury Technical School, if you want to go in <laughs> deep on that one. <laughs> don't think there's a photograph. Actually, there is some photographs but me, of me, but not from school. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> um, I think that's about all the social networking you can get us on. Bebo. Is something called Bebo? No, but I there's Pin- Pinterest and Tumblr. You haven't even gone there. No. Mm. And, um, and I'm on Grindr. <laughs> oh. Get over it. So, um, welcome... Um, to old listeners who've lived through the the winter, and uh, when, you, when you say welcome to old listeners who've lived through the winter, that sounds like it's the title of the show. <laughs> welcome to old <laughs> listeners who've lived through the winter. Oh God, I, yeah, actually, I thought I've got the wrong got the wrong script. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I'm doing on Five Live about um, care in the community. <laughs> that could have been for a difficult morning. Um, yeah, I just, and if there's any any new listeners, it gets better than this. Mm. Come, come back with. Oh, Usually, I've gone to capital. They <laughs> <laughs> don't want to do that to you. It's rubbish. Thanks. Um, so I tell you what I've noticed as as we uh, as we move into a new year, 2013. Unlucky for some, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, is um. Doesn't seem to be those conversations that one normally has this time of the year about what people's New Year's resolutions are. Is it is it dying out the New Year's resolution? Phase? Oh, I see what you mean. I've had a few of those conversations. Have you? But, um, Perhaps I just. Well, that was some... in your weekly meeting. I blame the uh, I blame the Mayan civilization. Civilization. People weren't looking ahead. They all thought it was going right. to end. <laughs> this, is the, uh, this is the year we don't need one. So you know, we, the world didn't end on the twenty first of December, and people have had to scrape together some last minute resolutions mm. and given it the normal thought. But no, no one's. I don't know. Have you guys made any? Um, I've got that a couple. Wasn't, that wasn't like a radio question. No. I honestly don't know. That wasn't like Des O'Connor. I couldn't possibly sing. Uh, yeah, Des O'Connor used to say things like, "So um." You've had a bit of trouble with um, your your neighbours. <laughs> like, like you'd say that out the blue. Like, what do you mean you want me to do my troublesome neighbours material? Why don't you just say that? Why don't you say, do your troublesome neighbours material? And I'll be like the audience and laugh and you mm. do the material. I've got a few, Frank. Troublesome neighbours? No, resolutions. The proper ones? Yes. Excellent. OK. My um, first one is, I'm going to do what I call a bit more of a skinner in the mornings... Which is... Oh, oh, oh dear, it's embarrassing. No. <laughs> I don't even remember telling her about that. No. Is a Skinner a euphemism? What's that? What well, it doesn't involve the Calvin Classics. Oh, right. What it involves is jumping out of bed. Don't hit the snooze button, basically. No. All right. Phone at the other end of the room and get out in three strides or less. <laughs> three actions, I'm sorry. Duvet off, one foot out, press, press the uh, alarm off. I oh, do a little okay. count to myself. Do you? I go uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and then I have to get up or, or I'll have a heart attack. <laughs> it's a bit Thunderbirds. That's what I've told myself, that if I don't get up, <laughs> I'll have a heart attack and die and it'll be my own fault. And is your alarm set every day for a, partic- a particular time every day? Do you have it? No. It's, right. W- w- what do you think I am, a knock case? 
<laughs> I set it for when I need to get up that day. Oh, okay. If I don't need to get up, but sometimes I don't even set it at all. Oh, really? That's how I live my life. How exciting. Yeah. And also, Frank, um, I'm going to, I think, on the, I'm getting a bit skinner now. I'm going to have four days off alcohol every week. That makes oh, it sound like I've got a problem. Four days I dream of four days off. Yeah. Well, actually, I dream of three days on. I think I once read that um, Melvin Bragg takes the first seven days of every month off alcohol. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Frank has really taken you and raised you on that. <laughs> <laughs> 25 years and counting, isn't it? <laughs> that's, a, that's a big chunk. I'm wondering now, so does, does that mean for the rest of the month Melvin Bragg is drinking like a wild man? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, think that's the, I think that's the general idea. Oh, OK. This but, means you have got some, Frank. I always... I think it's a good thing to do. Oh, what I, have um, you got? I try to move mine around a bit, so I do them at other times in the year. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something that happened to me, though, on the subject of New Year's. Get this. I, uh, yesterday, I was writing the date down, and instead of 2013... I wrote, I wrote 2012. No. Like it was... <laughs> wow. You blithering idiot. You know, if you put that in, in a sitcom, <laughs> people would think it was uh, too far-fetched. They wouldn't you save it. that for your Des Connor appearance. Oh, man. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I'm thinking I might start pickling my own herring. Oh, yeah. As, mm. a, as a New Year's resolution. It's a bit Ibsen. Lovely. I had um, I had pickled herring over the uh, Yuletide season, as I suppose we all did. And uh, was it a roll mop or just the standard pickled? No, herring? it wasn't. It was. Uh, I, I'm always worried about the staking of the uh, roll mop mm-hmm. that I might uh, it might go to the roof of my mouth inadvertently mm. eat a wooden stick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it's brilliant pickled herring. It's one of the best things. I'd put it ahead of the National Health Service mm-hmm. as things that I really, really love. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, I'm thinking I'm coming to the, the process a bit late, though. Yeah. You know, it's already oh. done. I'm like, it's a, you know, people used to do jokes about the Americans entering World War II a bit late. That's how I am with pickled herring. Yeah, it's and like I'd a like young man's game, like... I don't really know what the pickling process is, so I'm going to look into it and I'm going to pick up my own herring in 2013. Okay. If anyone tunes into that now, that is not a euphemism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I'll let you know how that goes, because I I don't think it's just about putting it in vinegar. I think there's some other spices and things going on there. No, I think there is more to it, yeah. But, you know, last year was sort of the year that baking became cool. I thought it was going to say it was the year of the herring and I missed it. <laughs> no, I, I think last <laughs> year was the year There'll be a National Herring Week. Last Surely. year was the year of baking, but I think this year could well have a gap there. Like, the, it could be I, I, pickling I, I year. Think to, I think of myself as someone who's slightly ahead of the... You're definitely ahead of the curve, yeah, aren't I, you? I'm just, I am. On, on def- the pickling, definitely. Yeah. I do. I, I think you see, this time next year, well, I'm going to play this back, when there's, like, the great British pickling... TV show and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone will be pickling herring like there's no tomorrow. On that subject, how did you do last year with your New Year's resolution, which I believe was the water, wasn't it? You were going to give the water drinking a real try. Yes. I, um, I, I, two litres a day was my, uh, that was my target. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it is quite it a is lot. It is quite a lot. Though, <laughs> I got litre mixed up with teaspoon. <laughs> um, I... I, I did it for about three or four days of that, and I went to the toilet quite a lot. Yeah. Oh, God. It will um, have that effect. Yeah. And, but someone said, if you stick with it, 
it, it, your, your body gets used to it, and mm. uh, more of it is absorbed. In, in the end, you just absorb water like that. You know, you know, cheap ham. Yeah, and pump it with water to oh, put the weight on. Don't compare yourself to that. <laughs> yeah. Lovely man. I, I am a cheap ham. Lovely man. <laughs> but um, what I did, I thought. After about five days, I thought, I'm going to... I need the cavalry to come and rescue me here. Oh, yeah. So I bought a bottle of uh, Robins, it, Robinson's Lemon Barley Water. Yes. If you were a drink, that's what you'd be. Well, I love it. I know. And it just... I think you are drinking water, but you've just... You know the way the Olympics sort of sweetened the um, vicious cuts in public services? Mm-hmm. It, that's what Robinson's barley does for drinking that two liters of water a day, but I'm not. I'm, I never got quite back to the two liters. I'd say I drink uh, somewhere between a glass and none <laughs> a day now. Right. So when you look back at 2012, it wasn't like a. It, well, you don't think of it as the year of the water. No, it's not like Water World. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know. Um, I might have another go at that. I, uh, the trouble is, a couple of people tell me it wasn't true as well. That it's not. It's not good for you to drink that much. Oh, really? Which people? Pete Doherty said that. Well, no. Apparently, <laughs> it can uh, it can do something to your spinal column and uh, knock you out. Water. Yeah. If you, you have should... too much, it's like drown. You can drown on land if you, you sure have that to wasn't drink. A, a conversation about the seat on the BMW. <laughs> Honestly, you can dr- you can drown on land if you drink too much water. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, I mean, the trouble is, if you drown on land, is that if you drown at sea, or if you're drowning at sea, uh, people who rescue you, they know they know the problem instantly. But if someone saw me lying on the streets of London, they're not going to think... Well, they're going to think he started drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not going to think water... They're not going to think he's drowning. We'd better give him the artificials. No. No, they're going to think it's something else. By the time they get... They're probably going to think I didn't get out of bed at the count of ten. I've had a heart attack. That's it. So, um... Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm frightened. But I've got other... I've got an ecological um, resolution. Mm-hmm. So I think we should all, you know... Mm, do our bit. All, we should all do our bit. But um, I want to play some adverts first because I think they're the best thing about this station. Yeah. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So ecologically, I'm thinking, and I can't believe no one's ever thought of this before, I'm only going to flush the toilet um, last oh. thing before I go to bed. Oh, oh right. disgusting. Well, I've oh. never been round to your place, but what I'm not, not so keen now. Not Why? Well, it's going to smell like a festival, isn't it, as you I don't think it's going to uh, smell as bad as the decaying corpses of polar bears. If you don't mind me saying. Have you got them in your flat as well? Well, we, we all will if we don't do something <clears throat> soon. They're quite aggressive anyway. Just leave it. Um, I don't think the polar bears are going to get to London. <laughs> mind you, you're close to the Thames, no, aren't but you? But you see, it's all... This is how, how it starts. Some people say, oh, no, don't recycle, it's not worth it. Oh, no, just flush your toilet when you feel like it. Next thing you know, end of the world. Well, why don't you just... Why don't we meet halfway where instead of just flushing right at the end of the day you only flush on solids that's that's like camping rules or something this is nice yeah i don't so know so glad you i came brought back it to up. this no i didn't bring it up with in, i didn't start did. breaking it down into categories <laughs> breaking it down. to me it was the toilet it was an abstract world the toilet i don't like ecology either no um, you don't like ecology no i, I don't anything environment or eco- ecology i know what you mean it's a bit junior school project <laughs> 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 it is, isn't it? It's pictures on the wall of the oh, earth. for saving so the planet, but it's the, exactly, it's the approach that's made and the way it's done. Oh, yeah. You need to do it in a slightly more chic way. 
Has Alan got any resolutions? Yeah, I'm going to get my ears widened. You know those big circles <laughs> that the youth get? I'm oh, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I've always fancied it. I think I'll look good. And nothing, you know, it's Have you time had it to done? do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are my uh, headphones. Oh, those are your headphones? Oh, actually, yeah, Completely I work through. in radio, so the, the wound will probably put me off the show for a couple <laughs> of weeks. How big are you going to go? As big as, um, I'd say like a... Probably a petri dish size. Are you going sting size? That'd be yeah, good. We, yeah. can, we could meet up for table tennis. <laughs> you can just sort of toss your head and hit and turn. So. During the show, I could take while we've got the long songs on. I could take my headphones off, and you could little flick balls of paper through there, or something like little bas- basketball. Mm. I don't think I don't think you're sincere about this. Right? Well, but tune in next week. Okay, I'm, I'd love right. to see you with those. That'd be I'm brilliant. Probably not going to get that done. <laughs> I know people that can help out with the surgery. Just let me know. I'll but see, this more. is what I mean. It, it seems that Alan doesn't have a proper resolution. I've, no. di- I've got two, out. actually. I've got two proper resolutions. Otherwise, there's any listeners that have got a re- an interesting resolution that's a bit unusual, not just like lose weight, stop drinking, stop, you know, hitting people, then um, <laughs> send that in. Cause I've, I, got I'm, a, I've got a good tip for people that haven't got a resolution. I think if you're like a neutral, can I just suggest looking where you're going? Because a lot of people seem oh. to have lost that skill, and if you haven't got a, a New Year's resolution, just take that, and the world I, will be a better place. I don't know if I agree with. It. I think they do look, but I think people are so insecure in their lives that they think if I move slightly for this person, I've somehow I've I've, I've lowered myself. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a low, it's a low status. So move. every time you pass someone, it's a confrontation to prove <clears> your your worth. Hmm. Yeah, but I bet Bruce Lee steps out of the way for people. You don't yeah, need to well, feel exactly. like he didn't it's... need to prove his worth, did he? Exactly. Let's all just be a bit more. Anyway, so let's my... all be more a bit more like Bruce Lee. My New Year's resolution. I'm. Uh, I'm going to tell you it. Not really the ears widened because I think that will hamper my actual New Year's resolution. Is um, last year yours was the water. This year, 2013, for Alan Cochrane is going to be the year of the sleep. I'm going to prioritise sleep. I'm going to have some really big sleeps. What kind of a New Year's resolution is that? It's a good resolution. I'm going to do less is your New Year's resolution. I'm going to do more sleeping. It's like having this conversation with a bear. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be good. It's going to be a great year. You know those sleeps that you have? That's not a resolution. It's supposed to be something you strive for. More sleep. (laughs) Exactly. I'm striving for more sleep. I'm going to prioritise sleep. I'm going to go to bed that half an hour earlier instead of staying up and shouting at Question Time or BBC Three. I'm going to... Oh, God forbid you should learn something. What? BBC Three? (laughs) You won't learn anything from Question Time. I thought you were very good on it, actually. (laughs) I think it'll be great. You know those big sleeps where you feel like you've properly pressed your reset button? I, I feel like you, Frank Skinner, have those every single night because you prioritise sleep. Not, not well, with Buzz, surely. I woke, well, maybe up, not now, uh, yeah. I woke up at 4am this morning, couldn't get back to sleep. Me too, it's been a bad oh, start to, to my resolution. Did you <laughs> yeah. go to Sophisticats, Frank? I've told you to stop doing that now, you've got a <laughs> kiddie. No, no, it makes I, me uh, ill. I lay awake thinking about stuff, but I didn't think about pressing stuff or anything mm. that was worrying me. I just thought about very general <laughs> things I'd seen on the telly. <laughs> What I might wear today, stuff. I mean, the most mundane stuff. But it kept mm-hmm. me awake you for had, two it's hours. It's kind of like small, small talk insomnia. I know those moments. Sometimes you yeah. just think, oh, okay, I, I could try and get back to sleep, but I wouldn't mind just having a bit of a think in the dark. Mm. I love a think in the dark. Yeah. How often do we have a think in the dark nowadays? Too often. I, I my mind whirs. Yeah. Some people only think in the dark, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they won't move out of the way. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute.
Absolute Radio. Frank, what is it? Well, <laughs> I would like to talk about Gerard Depardieu. Ah, oh, Gerard Depardieu. Have you been reading about him? Who hasn't? He's I... been all over the papers like a big Frenchman. Well, he has. Because Does he... he look like, if, if Paul Merson was uh, on a desert <laughs> island for three years, <laughs> would he look like Gerard Depardieu? I, I'd give it three days. Yeah. Too much tiramisu. Gerard doesn't look like the type to say, oh, no, I won't have seconds, does he? No. I like that in him, though. Yeah, he's it's always... Pleasure-loving, bacchanalian. He's a, he's a bullish character. Definitely bacchanalian, yeah. Yeah. Good call. But he's um he's a Rusky now, isn't he? Yeah, in case you Russian. don't know this story... Um, He's he's become Russian. He said uh, he was fed up about the, because of the tax system in France. Yeah. And uh, Putin, Vladimir Putin, said, mm. and I quote, if he'd like to have a Russian passport, <laughs> consider it settled. <laughs> See, that's how the Russians do stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's Can I brilliant. just say, I love their immigration laws. It's brilliant. It's <laughs> like a gypsy horse fair. <laughs> All in cash. I love the fact they did that and then didn't get bogged down in three months' Bob worth down. of paperwork. I think he's still working. <laughs> um, exactly. That's the way to do it. I bet um, Mohammed Al Fayyad saw that and thought, "Why didn't Why didn't the British do that?" For where me? where yeah. was my considerate settled? Ironic, really, isn't it? Because you'd think the Russians would be a country that would go for red tape, wouldn't they? It would work for them, wouldn't it? Oh. Red tape. <laughs> Quite seventies as well. I like that. <laughs> um, I uh, I paid. Um, I went into uh, motorway services over the holiday, and they uh, then got the the machine wasn't working, and I had to pay for petrol in cash. Oh, it felt oh yeah. Great. Oh. oh, did you felt like that? So seventies. It's a good job you had it though. <laughs> it was. I was lucky I had it because I'd already I'd already filled the car. Oh, it's like fifty eight quid. Mm. And at the end of it, the woman said, "You can put this in one of your shows." Sure enough. Here we are. Yeah. We'll get so, a good 25 minutes out of that. No, I, I think it's fair enough, isn't it, Depardieu? Because to Russia, it's the January window. Well, the French... He's allowed to move. <laughs> <laughs> the French Prime Minister... I, I was going to say his name, and then I realised I will sound like a middle-class parent trying to teach their child French, but he is called Jean-Marc Ariot. Oh, I his love name. that. Very good. That's the sexiest thing ever. Oh, I'll say it again. <laughs> Jean-Marc Ariot. He said he described it as shabby behaviour, didn't he? Yeah. He doesn't like. He's not. He's not a fan of I like defection. That, but I think that was why Depardieu uh, went in the end because uh, the prime minister had called this his decision shabby, and, and oh. he was like, "You don't speak about me. You're the prime minister. You've got other stuff to do." And so he went right. I'm off. Wasn't mm. uh, shabby behaviour the uh, the informer <laughs> in Starskin <laughs> Hotch? <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I think that was his name. <laughs> I, I, I think there's something great about suddenly in, in middle age thinking, oh, I might be another nationality. I like how confused it is as well, because he's a Frenchman who's moved to Belgium and become Russian. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's weird, isn't I it? I can see the lure of Russia, though. I think it was Peter Sellers who said in that <clears> film, all those cornfields and ballet in the evenings. Yeah. It would but be lovely. I think Gerard has perhaps fallen in love with old Russia, uh-huh. instead of Rasputin Russia. Yeah, yes. And he played all, Rasputin, didn't he? Well, he did, yes. But it's all sort of gullwing Mercedes now. It's different now, isn't it? It's when not, I say he yeah. played Rasputin, I don't mean in the, the World Badminton Championships. I mean, he played the part for Rasputin. Would you he go was, Would you go Russian? He was a bit of a character. Right? No, I'd, uh, if I had a you choice... You could change your nationality. Well, I've often thought this. Um, I'd be German. 
Really? really? Definitely. Yeah. Interesting choice. Yeah, I think Controversial. They're the, they're the closest uh, to the British, aren't they, the Germans? I think well, it's closest to the royal family, surely. <laughs> I think they're closest. You know, it would be no good me taking on something Latino. I haven't got the temperament for it. Got that no. You're of, not Latino. I've got that reserve of the of the Germans. With a little added bit of you know acceptance of public nudity, which I wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I, I would uh, that would be my choice. Yeah. And also, it's one of those nationalities that you you really want to have arrived late. Yes. Ideally, don't you? you don't yeah. want to, Yeah. You can say I didn't I didn't I didn't come till 2013. Don't blame <laughs> so, me. Yeah. You, you want to be late to the party. <laughs> yeah. But no, that would be. I, I, if anyone. Um, Listening, and what would you be if you could change your nationality? Are we asking them that instead of their New Year's resolution? What well, would we you? Do, we can do it all. <laughs> That's a good thing. I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> you know, do you ever think you must fantasise about being? Hundred percent. I'd go Greek. People often Greek. mistake me for a member of the Greek royal family. I think I could be that. <laughs> mm. I like the food. I'd be very wealthy in their terms now, wouldn't I? You would. Yeah. I could see you as a. As yes, a I can. Yeah. I might go Brazilian. (laughs) (laughs) Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank, you were talking earlier about one of your potential um, ecological initiatives. Flush once a day, end of the day. Last thing before you go to bed. Clean your teeth, flush, good night. Mm. (laughs) Certainly will be good night. Actually, maybe I'll flush and then (laughs) clean my teeth. Carry on. Um, Kaz says, Frank, leave the water in the bath after you've had the bath, then pour a bucket of it down the toilet, then everyone happy. No no dead bears, no smell to offend guests. The trouble is I tend to shower instead of bath, which is Mm. a problem with that. The only time I have a bath is when I get in with my baby. And if I then throw the water in the toilet, I suspect my girlfriend is (laughs) going to say, why are the baby's toys from the bath in the toilet? Mm. Why, why is the squirty frog in the toilet with all your unflushed waste? Oh, talking of the baby's toys, how's Monsieur Gingham getting on? I meant to ask. Uh, oh, I'd say he's taking a bit of a back seat. Has he? Yeah. You know, oh, they're very I had fickle. I hopes for him. They're very fickle babies. And, um, yeah, I'm, af- I'm afraid Monsieur Gingham is uh, he's a forgotten man. Oh. Well, he's elephant or mouse. Yeah. Forgotten. Perhaps he... Can an elephant be forgotten? Mm. <laughs> Certainly not by other elephants. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had some nominations for uh, potential nationalities people would like to change to. Okay. Glenn in Lincoln, I would definitely be Canadian. Everyone likes the Canadians. That's true, actually. Mm-hmm. They're seen as kind of civilised, but they also uh, get some of that. Um, Seen as a bit sophistication yes. of the Americans, and we say rather arrogantly, "Oh, you've got humour more like us." Yeah, they're um, sort of like bright Americans. Yeah, Americans that paid attention at school. Thin, bright Americans. That's what Canadians. Well, are. Glenn Not goes sure on to say, thin, yeah. except for maybe Americans, and that makes being from Canada even more appealing. I think even Americans like um, Canadians, don't they? Everybody likes them. Mm. Mm. Whereas my choice, the Germans, less popular. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but still more popular than the British. Yeah. What about you, Al? I see you as... You know, I've always thought seen I, you in a Scandi way. It's got to be Scando, hasn't it? I've got to be some That's quite cool as well. Scandi, oh, I love you as a Scandi. Danish. I could do the Danish. Although they've probably got as high a tax bracket as um, Gerard Depard. Always got a the bottom with, line with him. 
No, I mean the, the cash. Yeah, Ger- always. Gerard yeah. Depardieu's moved to <laughs> no romance to the uh, no. the nationality change. It's all about the, the tax system. But I'm going for baklava. You're going for it's the tax topic. rate. We're talking on topic. I mean, if you're becoming Greek, that's it's against their culture mm. to pay any tax, as far as I'm aware from reading the papers. Mm. The Greeks, well, yeah. they're not they're not big fans of it. No, but, I uh, know. Apparently, Russia, it's like thirteen percent or something. So Is he? It's a flat, flat rate. Of flat rate. Gerard. <laughs> on a phone up Gerard. <laughs> no, Frank's becoming... <laughs> that might be great. Well, I think that might be a nice idea, that uh, Russia might end up becoming one of those tax havens. There could be, like, Phil Collinsky and... It would be a funny old... You get a lot of comics over Jimmy there. Jimmy Karski, yeah. Frank, what do you... I mean, you've earned a few rubles How over the years. You, that to me. <laughs> you have earned a few rubles You've been over reading the, the Telegraph comments. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes when, when these people like Andrew Lowe Webber say, oh, I'm leaving the country if this mm. government gets in because of the tax rate, what do you think about that? Would you do that? No, oh, no. Wouldn't you? Good for you. I don't need the money. Lewis Hamilton. Oh, no, but you, it, you know, I don't mind uh, building the odd hospital out of my uh, oh. side wages. <laughs> no, I think you should, if you earn the money, you should pay the tax. That's what I think. But I did. Um, I, I did. I, I got interviewed in the Telegraph this week, and I did read uh, a very interesting. I said I wouldn't do newspaper comments mm. again, but um, this is. But this one mm. about yourself. This you is about you can do them about, about yourself. You. Yeah, well, I only got as far as this one. I thought maybe leave it there. <laughs> this is from David H. I'm open. It's it's the Hoff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it says this is what it says about the interview with me, and it's he, he says nauseating, self-centred, champagne socialist millionaire, the definition of what was wrong with the new Labour era. Oh. I, I think as a recovering alcoholic, calling me a champagne socialist is cruel. Yeah, in the extreme, David. Yeah. I mean, he's got your millionaire, but the rest of it seems yeah, a bit I don't like millionaires. I don't have that. I think you're more of a Prosecco sh- socialist. <laughs> I think I'm more of a um, Vimto socialist. <laughs> can, you be a, a, well, can you be a Robinson's uh, lemon <laughs> barley water <laughs> socialist? I think you can. But David H, he's, uh, you know, haters will hate. Oh, haters going to hate. So mm-hmm. yeah, got t-shirt. They will. That's what they're going to do. Could be David Hume, the 18th century philosopher. David Hayes, the boxer. I think he'd have had... Careful. Yeah, it could be him. Mm. I imagine he's got a slightly better sense of punctuation (laughs) than this David (laughs) H. (laughs) David H, even that, doesn't get a capital. (laughs) I mean, he's a man struck. This is the best thing that's ever happened to David H, is me reading this. This is the big moment of his life. I can't imagine he's a listener, though, could you? He might be. (laughs) You know, the haters, the haters are drawn in. No, they get up early in prison. Yeah. (laughs) No, I see him more as... uh, I think he works in an office. Uh, yes, he does. I think he's in sales. He's listening to Radio 5 as we speak. <laughs> yeah. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You can text us on 812.15 or follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. Uh, we've had texts, we've have had we text, not? We've had texts, in fact. Oh, I don't think I've said that I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. I do apologise to you both. Well, mm. as it happens, we've been given a moniker. Uh, you know, sometimes people put, hi, Frank, Emily and Alan, or the Cockerel, mm. or the Div- Divine Emily. This one has got, hi, uh, F-E-T-C. Oh. But we we sound like says, a trade union. It nearly says fetch, but it's uh, Frank, Emily, Emily and the Cockerel. Yeah. But if it was the Cockerel happy, we'd have... 
fetch, wouldn't we? If it was a cockerel, happy. Well, we'd it'd be a we'd turn up a for the books. It would. <laughs> Certainly. Um, thought Frank was great on Graham Norton last night, but was oh, he? Oh, yeah. Prize, prize has been sneaked into the Well, show. I was going to delete it, but then uh, it doesn't make sense. Thought okay. Frank was on Graham Norton last night, but yeah, was... That's how rumours start. <laughs> <laughs> it says, was he drinking milk or some sort of stomach medicine? <laughs> Oh, because they give you a glass of summer, that's part don't they? one of the questions. No, I was drinking... Um, they come up, someone came up to me and said, what would you like to drink on the show? And obviously I said, uh, Robinson's lemon barley water. <laughs> ah. Shut the so front that's... door. Is that what you ordered? Shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> that's what Graham Norton said to me. Yeah, Graham, I, I, Graham likes a white wine. I love like what the wine. guests like. It's my favourite thing oh, in the world. He has quite yeah. a big white wine as oh, well. Oh, does yeah. he drink the whole thing then? Well, he did, and then he did Tom Cruise after. And uh, stop it. And uh, <laughs> he has another big. Yeah, but he's single wine. again. Lock up your daughters. Yeah, he's Tom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, I okay. can't remember what the others so drank. It, it was Robinson's lemon barley. It was water. Robinson's lemon barley. Water. Uh, we've then got another question from the same text. Also, I liked his tan shoes and would like some in a size nine. Where did you get them? Well, they're size nine. Your uh, shoes? Yeah. Well, well um, I some uh, strange got Quan shoe swap. Yeah, I no, I um, they were free. Good for you. So I don't, I don't even know what. I haven't even don't looked know at what the brand mic. they are. I haven't even looked at them. I think actually. They're Ben Sherman's. Well, this chap, oh. this chap is asking you for your shoes. Before Christmas, I got a letter here from a guy offering to sell me his Adidas Original trainers in size eleven. I'm a size ten if Adidas Originals are listening. Which... Wear an extra sock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want them. No. Well, you weren't going to say no. There's no harm in asking, is there? That's right. how capitalism was born. Not content with being seen drinking Robinson's barley water on Graham Norton, you were also. Oh, you're everywhere, frankly. You were on Room 101 as well last night. Mm. Just watch Room 101. We've been tweeted by Wes. Um, Re-yogurt. Did you not realise that Miranda Hart does the voiceover for Mullet Corner? Muller. Muller. Oh, he says Mullet. Mullet. Oh, he means Muller. Muller. Mullet Corner, I think, is an area of Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> he said Mullet, but of course he means Muller. <coughs> so, did you I not know that? No, I didn't know that. You see, that's that's where I need uh, an earpiece on these shows with oh, uh, yeah. every listener to this show tuned in. Mm. No, that would have been a good point to make the... I know, I'm not very good on uh, voiceovers. Alan Cochran sits here all day, every advert, he just says... I've got a good ear. Chris Addison. And then he says how much they've been paid. I don't don't do that. No, but you are. He's very good on the voice recognition. He is a voice recognition system. It's one of my skills. It's not that marketable, I don't think. I'm not. He's a bit of a Siri in his own way. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to play some music now, and then then I'll tell you where we're going to go after that. George Harrison. Email corner. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We're in Email Corner. Doom, Yeah. As the tune goes, uh, I, sh- I shall begin. Hello, Frank, um, Emily, and Alan. I work in an architectural office in Leeds. Lovely. Oh, brilliant. Where the podcast can be heard imagine, regularly. Imagine oh, love it! Draftsman's contract, Sex lovely. Art, yeah, mm. love it. Any uh, any news <laughs> on the flying buttress, Dave? <laughs> yeah, I'll just finish this cornice. 
That's what I imagine it's like up there. Little snapshot into uh, mm, this is probably a bit more Yorkshire. offices in Leeds. There. A bit more Yorkshire. Yeah, it's probably that's, more like a hey, steady on with steady on with that pencil. <laughs> that's got to last till March. As <laughs> um, <laughs> a regular listener to the podcast, old fashioned, tight fisted Yorkshireman, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Tremendous. There goes your New Year's resolution. There goes your non-racist New Year's resolution. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was my second one, so uh, not do stingy jokes about Yorkshire. As a regular listener to the podcast, the Christmas break has left a big hole in our days where you have all been missed. However, imagine my delight. I don't know know why they didn't put it on. No, they didn't play that. Oh, it's a podcast. They didn't put yeah. it out as a podcast. Can't there was, believe um, it. been let down. Hmm. You know, it fell between two stools. The podcast. Uh, however, imagine my delight. There was many, and shock. many a Christmas I fell between two <laughs> stools in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you were using the furniture for balance, <laughs> <isn't that? laughs> exactly. <laughs> Imagine my delight and shock to see Frank playing buttons in Cinderella alongside Samantha oh, Janice. Every year. Every year. Every year. I wonder the, how the Frank feels about the pronunciation of his... Samantha's surname. Well done. Thank yeah. you very much. She's not called that now. She, she's she's called Womack. Samantha Womack. Yeah. Oh, okay. She married Bobby Womack. But she was she Janus when you did it? <laughs> she was. She was a. She was a Janus. Uh-huh. I wondered how Frank Janus, feels about his panto past and whether it brings good or bad memories. Well, it was. Uh, I loved doing it. I must say, it oh, was really? great. They being, play that yeah. a lot. I mean, I wouldn't want to necessarily do six weeks in Bournemouth well, he, or whatever. He says, "Would you do another? What would be your ideal I'd, part?" I and don't know. It says, "What would it take to get you back in those theatrical satin trousers again?" Well, it turns out you waking up at four in the morning is what it takes because you've popped, popped them on today. After all that thinking about what you were going to wear, you've gone for the theatrical satin trousers. I've gone for a pantaloon. Mm. A Halloween pan. A panto loon. Panto loon. Very oh, good. Lovely work. I'll tell you what I do remember about that. I um, I was working... Ronnie Corbett was one of the ugly sisters. Was he? Excellent. And... Uh, Worked with them all, hasn't he? Yeah, Worked and Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Tarbuck said to me, oh, you should say to Ronnie, uh, I hear you make your own bread, and he'll say, I'll bring you a loaf in, <laughs> and then he'll bring you a loaf. So I tried it, I went in the next day, I said, all right, I saw, I saw uh, it's Tarbuck, she was saying that you make your own bed. He said, oh yeah, I'll bring you a loaf in. And uh, sure enough, and he brought me one in then. And the joy of having a sandwich with bread baked by Ronnie Oh, he genuinely Corbett. did bake the bread. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was wow. some call and response guy. No, yeah, no, he, he does, he bakes bread as, as a, he was way ahead, again, ahead, ahead of the trend he was with the baking thing. I wonder if he has a little special oven. So I, oh, I hope so. At, at just, you know, at, good, at a good level for him, at, at eye level. Yeah. I like that. So he a um, stool instead. Something about eating bread made by Ronnie, Co- and it was white. I don't normally eat white bread, but was it, it was shortbread? It, it was a good white. <laughs> <laughs> it was. A, Please sorry. give me my propers for that joke. Oh, sorry, that was excellent. Thank you. Sorry, I was just on my way to. It was a good white from him. It's <laughs> <laughs> ah. a terrible when two jokes collide. I'm terribly sorry. We can sort it all out in the end. Oh, it's live. Oh, <laughs> I, I should have been told. <laughs> what about that stuff about the Yorkshireman? What is in there? So you're not doing panto. You wouldn't do six weeks. No, but I, I wish that the, the BBC or someone would do a Christmas panto or Sky or something. It, it was a real good laugh. We, we did it at Brixton Academy, which is like the coolest wow. rock. It's not a bit Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, exactly. What a place to do it. But, Frank, um, um, are we ready for email too? Yeah, let's do it. Dear Frank, Alan and Emily, whilst introducing my German girlfriend to Dad's army, I noted a great credit. Awkward. 
and the voice of Bud Flanagan, it said. Oh, yes, and the voice of Bud Flanagan. Bud Flanagan sings, oh, do you think you'll... Is that it's when like, the horrible uh, arrows come, which used to scare me as a child? Yeah, I hated it's that. not as good as um, in Lord of the Rings, voice of the ring, Alan Howard. Oh, oh wow. lovely. I know Alan Howard was mm. a brilliant Shakespearean actor. I saw him play Richard II and Richard III. Uh, oh. And now he does mainly jewellery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am the man. <laughs> he's in uh, Girl with the Pearl Earring, is he? Is he? Yeah, that's the earring. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's also in, he was in uh, Young uh, Victoria I watched last night. He was in that as Prince Albert. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, no, are you Prince Albert? Sorry, I misread that. (laughs) Alan, you will be pleased to know that I also run to the podcast and it's very kind of you to keep me company when I'm running through the Munich Olympic Park. That's nice. Very uh, Nazi. She loved Dad's Mm. Army, in case you wondered. My night's move would be to invite you all out for a sausage if you're ever passing through. Greetings from a cold, crisp Munich. That's Andy. I love Munich. It's a beautiful place. We need some adverts now. We can't just talk about the good old days. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. New Year, new beginnings. And not just for us three, we've had some news in re Friends of the Show. Friends of the Show. Let's see if we've still got that that baby. Mm. (laughs) Um, You have to press a button for it. Yeah, I can't find it. It doesn't just happen, does it? It's not a thought process. You know, I've only just got back. It's been been a ropey old day. Friend of the Show. Is uh, BFM, of course. Oh, Britain's fattest man. Britain's fattest man um, isn't anymore, is he? We're going to start calling him BFFM, Britain's formerly fattest man. Uh. He lost 46 stone. Careless. (laughs) (laughs) He lost, as Oscar Wilde would say, 46 stone. That that's probably about two depardieus, I reckon. The best bit in the article said that he's lost the equivalent of three heavyweight boxers, and I I spent about five minutes thinking which three are going. <laughs> Bruno Tyson and just Flintoff. I went Flintoff. Oh, Flintoff. Yeah. Mm. Well, he's, he hasn't left. Yeah, we should say he hasn't been on um, the cabbage soup diet. He, he's had it surgically removed. Well, well, he hasn't had it. He's had a gastric band, yeah. What? Mm. Yeah. Which meant his stomach shrunk to the size of an egg. Yeah, Kinder Egg. Mm. Yeah. It's a Cadbury's cream egg. (laughs) Certainly a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know we might get angry emails over this, but so be it. I'm going to say it. I preferred him when he was fat. You're... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's irresponsible. You like him chunky but funky, don't you? I, I know, do. But, you know, what about the poor man's health? <laughs> I know, but he looks so cute, like a little baby with his little legs. I know, but he's... I liked his vulnerability. A, I have to say, it was such a lovely story. He said, he said, when I don't need the wheelchair anymore, he said, I'm going to have a proper work shed and a kiln. Mm-hmm. Is that what he said? A kiln, and I thought that's beautiful. Isn't it? This is a bloke. This is a, a proper New Year story. Yeah, because he's become a. He wants to become a jeweller. Yeah. Now, and I thought for a start off, I couldn't believe they hadn't done the losing stones headline. <laughs> jeweller loses forty six stones. Yeah. Well, I mean that's a lot of money, but uh, it's a lovely. He he sort of said, you know, I'm, I'm fed up of being Britain's fattest man. I want to mm-hmm. be a jeweller. Something beautiful about it. Yeah. Mm. He need, the only problem is, um, I'm sorry about this. I'm a sorry kiln. to rain on his chips. But a kiln. Well, the good thing about yeah. a kiln is if the jewellery doesn't work out, it could, it could double up as a pizza oven, couldn't it? 
Well, it's, you, 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 you need support. Um, I'll say he does. Not support. He needs a truss. Frank, um, what about the bye-bye's arms? Because he hasn't got rid of the excess flesh. This no. is the problem. Where does it go, that flesh? Well, he's kept the bingo wings, but he's now much lighter. I think he's probably capable of unassisted flight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, that's the lovely side effect of all mm. this. Yeah, every cloud. But it would be, I think it'd be brilliant if he, uh, well, I think he could be mistaken for one. <laughs> <laughs> he did pull the tracksuit pant out, Frank, in the Slimmer of the Year pose. He did, yeah. But I he, was asked, he was asked to do that, wasn't he, by the sun. I bet they said, can you, uh, can you pull the trousers out at the front? Because you have to do that if you've lost weight. Yeah. But See, I could do that on my pyjamas that I got for Christmas. It doesn't oh, mean anything, does gosh. it? It doesn't mean that I used to be Britain's fattest man. It's just a no, thing. No, it doesn't that you mean that. Do Obviously, it doesn't mean that. <laughs> just it a thing you can do on tracky bottoms. Yeah, and but no, exactly. What he need? He's supposed to wear his previous trousers. Oh right. Yeah. But I suppose it's been a long time since he's been in a, in a non-elasticated waist trouser. Yeah. Anyway, re- respect to him. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio subject of losing weight. I heard mm. a fabulous uh, losing weight story. Um, I was working with Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. You've worked there. with them all. I have worked mm. with them all. Ronnie Corbett to Lawrence <laughs> Llewellyn Bowen. His wife apparently had a big weight loss. She lost, I don't know what oh, it was. Oh, Jackie, yeah. yeah. She lost two or three stone in one big uh, uh, diet thing. And apparently um, he, he put his arms around her and said, oh, darling, you've gone from Baroque to neoclassical. <laughs> oh. That's oh, I dream of someone saying that to I'm me. I'm hoping someone will do that to Paul Mason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's Rubenesque, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, Martin Williams says, will BFFM be able <clears throat> to have a ruby when he fancies it in the future? Oh. Very good. A ruby? Oh. oh. God, there isn't enough rhyming slang Stones, on the show. I've, I've said that once, I've said it four times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frank, that's not the only friend of the show. It's not. Who's um, been in the news. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Friend of the show. (laughs) She doesn't know she's a friend of the show, but she is, and that's it. As far as we know. Someone might have mentioned it to her. Do you think so? Well, she has the same shoe size as Frank. Yes, she does. She's probably probably her that texted in about the the brown Ben Shermans. (laughs) Well, until, uh, until recently, she was dating... Ned Rock and Roll. Ned Rock and Roll. This station plays some of that, so he might well be a listener. He might, you know, he might pop it on his digital radio going, let's listen to Absolute in case they play some rock and roll. I don't imagine she lives a life that we're Absolute Radio features. You don't think they're lying in bed on a Saturday morning going, well, let's have a bit of Frank Skinner's show on. She's a big star, you know, they don't. Two oh. Golden Globes. I don't think anyone would argue with that. Who's the most famous person that listens to this show? I'd be happy with... Tracy Emmy. Is it? Oh, yeah, of course. Hi, yeah. Trace. Haven't heard from you for a while. Love she's her. been all over the world, you know. You know she's oh, an, okay. artist. She's an international artiste. She is. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ned Rock and Roll, Abel Smith, as was. That was his name, wasn't it? Abel Smith. What I know, because I took my horses to him for three years before. <laughs> I, it's a terrible mix-up. <laughs> what he made you, a right hash of it. What do you make of him, Frank? Well, he's Ned. a good-looking lad, Ned. Mm? Anyone who makes Kate happy is fine by me. He's got Lego hair, hasn't he? He looks like if you take his hair off in one lump, you know, like... That. Yeah. <coughs> he looks like po- Posh Boy's jaw. Do you think he's yeah. got Lego hair? Brilliant. <laughs> Do you think he's got Posh Lego Boy's hair? jaw, what is that? <laughs> I don't know, it sort of sticks out at a slightly odd angle. Is he Posh? Oh, goodness, yes. yes. Is that? Yeah, no, very... He's <coughs> Richard Branson's nephew, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. See, I think this, there's a fabulous... Um, 
sort of bartering system going on here because if you remember she saved Richard Branson's mother yeah. from a from the fire and I'm guessing as a reward he gave her the nephew <laughs> That's he, he uses his relatives like chess pieces, Richard Branson. Yes. Oh, it's just a Terry Pratchett a novel. Sacrifice piece. Yeah, mm. so, uh, so she's, you know, she's, uh, she's landed on her feet. I like that. He's a fine dowry. Um, He's a fine dowry. Mm. I, I, I just, you know, she had the... Um, she had Mendes. Yeah. She had Threepleton. Well, she, but after after the Mendes thing, it didn't sound like he was... He, end, he said something like, you can't have just one relationship in your life. It didn't sound good. And then she had the sorbet relationship with the sort of male model. Oh, yeah. That oh, cle- he was that, lovely. That cleansed, the, call the, palate cleanser, that cleansed yes. the palate. And now she's found love. I, I, for one, I love Kate Winslet. That moment when um, Rafe finds, withdraws his hand in the reader, I cried like a fool. Oh. Spoiler oh. alert. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, I know she was a Nazi, but she was illiterate. Of course, they didn't know then. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. A couple of texts in. Uh, Things are looking up. Yeah. Mm. Uh, one saying, "Hi, Frank. Please help get Merlin back on TV. We well, need a voice." That. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. that. Might- Thought that might chime with you, and also I'm thinking, what about if um, if I pioneered a, the sort of live show first? You know, like when Yes Minister live went moon. off air. Oh yeah, Yes Minister went off air, and then they did a stage version, and mm-hmm. now it's it's coming back on, sort of based on the stage version. I mm-hmm. thought I could be the Richard Wilson part, you know, the older keys, the older. You're drawn part. to wisdom-based characters. Yeah. Aren't you Merlin for your acting career. I don't believe no, no. it. Um. No, Merlin is the young, <laughs> young Merlin. Oh, okay. it'd, be, it'd be hard to suspend your disbelief in a sci-fi program with a guy going, "I don't believe it" all the time. No, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he very either. much does believe it. Apparently, that guy's a dragon. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so changed I, his catchphrase. So I, I'd be keys to Richard Wilson's old advice. Don't say all these names like we know what you're talking about. No one. Well, which is it other than you? Arthur is the, the blonde. I know attractive, him. I know so Arthur. I'm thinking, obviously, Adam Rickett. That's, oh, where, yeah. that's oh. where you start with blonde and attractive. Very contemporary as and well. Then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, six pack. Very Merlin yeah. is is the young, dark, the wizard, um, dazzling. So I'm thinking Anthony Costa. Oh, is he from Blue? Know. Yeah, lovely. And then uh, we he, do might, the he might have to. He's been at the Ginsters though. Has he? Has yes. He? Yeah. But that's all right. I think you, can, you expect a, a, world, uh, a Merlin is going to uh, a, a Merlin, <laughs> a wizard is going to indulge themselves a bit. Oh yeah. If you can, if you can make a pie out of thin air, <laughs> wandering about in a cloak, they can do what they like. It'll exactly. certainly make the, certainly you make the food disappear. Not even <laughs> elasticated clothing. I mean, just <laughs> wide rope. You can even have really fat wrists because they have those like flared sleeves. Yeah, they go. I for believe it. so. That's perfect. Yeah, you could keep um, a couple of those. Um, what, what's that, that sort of that spicy sausage thing? Chorizo. No, the the ones that come in packets. Oh yeah, text in because I know exactly Cabanos. what. Cabanos. Oh, no. God, you, you, you uh, the green Pepper- one, yes. Pepperami. Oh, yeah. You've Cabanos. changed. Cabanos. <laughs> you didn't correctly identify a Pepperami brand. Cabanos. It's like walking down an aisle of a supermarket <laughs> and viewing products. He still writes Cabanos. I met him when I was on holiday. <laughs> we had one fling and I thought that was it, but he still writes. Oh, yeah. Dear. Well, that film's based on, isn't it? Um, 
<laughs> What's the film that's based on the holiday romance? This show is just turning into Julie us Walters. not remembering things. <laughs> Shirley no, Valentine and it's Pauline Collins. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. leave this, it. This, based is on your, uh, this is like a really <laughs> rubbish version of Google. This <laughs> <show>. <laughs> well, you know, that's fine, isn't it? It's a bit of fun. Anyway, I, I, I am upset um, about Arthur. Any uh, About Merlin, anything I can do to get it back on, I will. But I, it's, 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 I'm pushing her. I'm, Don't hold your breath, love. Yeah. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I need to um, quiz you using your your actual wisdom, not your uh, your your fake wisdom for when you're playing characters. Someone, someone's, someone's brought up my fake wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> keep talking. Just keep talking. Like one happened. of the things I love Here's most about you, your fake I'm, wisdom. I'm in a bit of a pickle. I uh, oh. we've got a jar of pickle in the house already on the go. Oh, reasonably, I got, I got that first. I got sort of retrospective joke. Reasonably mm. tall jar of pickle Yeah. Over the Christmas break, I've received two similarly big jars of pickle lily, really? but fancy. This is Cameron's Britain. Yeah. Fancy, fancy jars. Here's my Christmas list, two jars of pickle lily. One, one was in a hamper and one was uh, uh, like a homemade one that my mother-in-law bought me at a place, like a spicy, it looks it's really good. The, really the other was good. from your agent because I got that hamper. Yeah, yeah. But now right. I've, got, I've got a pickle lily queue and I don't... I don't know what to do. Are you allowed to jump off the one that you already had opened? Because then that's going to... got a bottleneck. That's going to go for the bin, isn't it, if I, if I yes. then start on the other one? Why do you want to start on the other one? You think they're better? Well, because they look exciting. I'm excited about the... I wish, I tell you what, I wish... If this was a, a more professional radio show, oh. underneath it, as a bed <laughs> under this conversation, I'd be playing yellow. Quite <laughs> yeah. Uh, for all this, for the Piccalilli talk. And I'm, I've been... What I've been doing so far is just going a bit quicker on the piccalilli that I've got already open. You can't, you, I, I tell you what, don't fall into the trap of putting a bit of extra piccalilli on a sandwich. Because piccalilli is a fine line. Uh-huh. It can enhance a sandwich. Piccalilli is it, a fine line. You can make <laughs> it... Extraordinary can make statement. It a sandwich special or it can make it too sharp, too sharp <laughs> to enjoy. Yeah. Well, also I found out... And also that moment you go, whoa, cauliflower. <laughs> that there could are, have done with another slice. That's too big to be in a jar. There are uh, there are definite foods that pickle lily does and does not go with. Oh, like that's cheese, true of all ham. Can I tell you what I feel like? You know when we talk about Homeland and you get angry because you can't <laughs> join in? This is what I feel like. I've did, never eaten it. I've never tried never it. Never eaten pickle no. Oh, well, I've got half a jar you can have. I've got a whole jar. You can't have one of the brand new I jars. I won't have. I'm not, I'm not giving that away. But the best... Uh, uh, does, do, are any of your jars Fortnum and Masons? One of them is, yeah. Well, that, I have to say, and I've eaten Piccadilly the world over. Stop <laughs> <laughs> showing off. Another stories by Frank Skinner. Fortnum and Masons. <laughs> and this is very... I feel under this, I should, I should have fanfare for the common man. Uh, Fortnum and Masons is, without doubt, uh, the best Piccadilly I've ever tasted. It's a, it's oh, really? a work of well, art. I'll go on their website. So should I have so, a third? Uh, yeah, do you I, don't, I don't think it's the will. best for last. Summer. But, um, and don't, don't send me any if you're listening. I can afford it. Um, but it is... Oh, man, it's... it's Breathtaking, but only if you put too much on the sandwich. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. If I'm not mistaken, I think we're going to head back towards email corner. Let's do it. Let's just. I don't do have it. to do the jingle every Let's time. Just, People, they get it. Don't we'll they? just jog on there, shall yeah. we? Jog on. 
Um, good morning, all. I too heard about this SpongeBob incident. We should explain there was an incident. Yes, in Wolverhampton. Yeah, it sounds more sinister uh, than it is. SpongeBob Sp- Sp- SquarePants. Not uh, him as well. Switched on the Christmas lights yeah. in Wolverhampton. And uh, unfortunately, health and safety wouldn't let him climb the five stairs because they said he was too wide. Well, it's gone I have there. to say, it's a criticism that, that's off-levelled at Sp- Sp- SpongeBob. <laughs> and Anthony Costa. He's white. <laughs> Please, no, leave I like, I like Costa. Paul Mason. Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, so he had to do it on ground level. He couldn't go on the platform. So most of the audience couldn't even see. They didn't even know he'd, he'd turned up. <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible tragic. Which is brutal Christmas. if you've gone there hoping to see SpongeBob. Which lots of children as well, so they've got even less chance of seeing him because they're shorter, obviously, children. I've noticed that. It's one thing I've learnt about parenthood. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, Chantelle Kelly from Hull has uh, emailed us. So do I. I I too heard about this SpongeBob incident. I immediately came up with a solution. Why didn't didn't SpongeBob strip, climb the five steps, put the SpongeBob attire back on and continue with his plans? I think... I no. think that's a great idea. No! They could have held up two towels, like at Wimbledon, when mm. someone's changing. Mickey can't take the head off. It's Pardon? Mickey uh, can't yeah, take the head off. Exactly. Oh, I see. You know the story about the woman mm. who's, who's, who's supposed to, <laughs> The child was sick at Disneyland, and they took her in to get a drink of water, and they saw Mickey with his head off, having a cigarette. Having a fag. Oh, really? Mm. And the child was traumatised. Yeah. Mm. You can't imagine seeing Square... Bob child sponge. was traumatised. Should have had my childhood <laughs> hanging out with the BBC. <laughs> yeah, but at least they kept their heads. I didn't mean on. it like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it was. I, I remember Baggy Bird, the uh, West Bromwich Albion mascot. Mm-hmm. Was, oh yeah. Uh, there was a time where he would uh, he would sit sort of row row C with his head off. Oh. And so he had the big thrush body and then a tiny human head coming out of it, and that didn't. You know those medieval meals where they put a nightingale inside a spatchcock? Oh, yeah. Yes. It was like that. <laughs> Didn't like that oh. at all. No. And also, um, apparently, Chantel says, you sound like a straight Alan Carr. A straight Alan Carr? Mm. Ooh, little. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner, right? Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, had such a, I was so confident. So confident, and then I just fell flat on my Go face. On, give it another crack. You've had two hours to warm up, mind you. I oh, know, but it uh, takes me at least four. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a three hour <laughs> show. It said on ATR, Adelaide, tra- what is it, Territorial Radio? Is it? Mm. Is it on that now? Yeah. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You can text us on 81215. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. And I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Mm. BTW. By the way. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Um, so it's January. We, uh, we You heard to... it here first. <laughs> <laughs> breaking not, news. I wasn't saying it like it was breaking news. <laughs> I love Alan's topical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's... it when Alan goes a bit hard copy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's January, that's all I've got on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, as as I seem to occupy a corner of this show that seems to be like the uh, cliched frugal guy, hmm. I can't imagine why <coughs> frugal sharky. I call you <laughs> <laughs> during my more lascivious <laughs> nights out <laughs> in a, a Weatherspoons. No, because uh, you're also a bit sharky. Oh, um, I see. You don't sleep much. Yeah, but of course, all that's going to oh, change. That's going to change this year. Yeah. Man. 
I'm going to look back on this year and think, oh, I felt really recharged. You're going to look back and think, I wasted that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm going to really. be, I was asleep when I could have been out living, living the life of no, Riley. No, it's not that. It's the wasted time See, what time I would have done, I would, I would have had underneath this, I'd have had the life of Riley playing. I know. I, said that. I was going to say living La Vida Loca, Ricky Martin would have been, been brought in and all sorts. Yeah. It's the extra half hour that I stay up and, and I should skin, go to bed. A skin is, is the colour of mocha. <laughs> <laughs> you believe that? Yeah. My point being, are you, uh, have you have you had a look at your life, a little audit, a stock take, and, mm. and picked anything that you need to get in the January sales? Have you got... No. Have you got a thing that you've got your eye on? No, I hate sales. You hate sales? I actually hate sales. How can you hate sales? I, I actually hate sale. <laughs> the, the town. What? In Greater <laughs> Manchester? Yeah. I find it depressing. I'd rather go naked than wrestle with another human being over a bit of old fabric. Well, I'm not to. doing Hold it. on, is this the summary of, uh, of a Ken Russell film? <laughs> <laughs> but I just think, no. Women in, was it I, Women in Love? Yeah, women in was love. it Alan was. Bates and Oliver Reed wrestled naked in front of a coal fire? Oh, spoiler mm. alert. I've not seen right. that either. Uh, <laughs> I don't like sales. It's a bit medieval carnival. I'd rather pay 30% extra and not to have to do that. And... Well, that sale's not good enough. If sister. I may say, Al, you can get don't take this places. the wrong way. Take it massively the wrong way. <laughs> but um, I'm not surprised you like a sale, to oh, be honest. Oh, dear, this has gone. <laughs> I, I don't know where to look. <laughs> Cuts deep, doesn't it? Cuts Does deep. It, that's awful. You are to sales what Ross Abbott is to atmospheres, <laughs> <laughs> I would say. I do love a sale. I like it. I like a rummage. I bet there's people listening now thinking... Well, I was interested in a new beanbag, or mm. you know, me and my wife, we've we've we've. I realized... love a beanbag. Can I say you do love a beanbag? Yeah, but I if think, you were but already... they get a lot of stick beanbags because they're seen as a crappy student thing. Can I say crappy thing? Yeah. If they get a lot of stick, they're, they're a knapsack say. then, oh. basically. It's live, apparently. Mm. <laughs> they did walk. They told me that earlier. But let's say you wanted an expensive beanbag that's normally seven hundred pounds. Like one of those Buddha Buddha bags. Yeah, if you wanted one of those, mm. you wouldn't get it in December or February. You'd buy it in January and get a few hundred quid no, off it. No, no, I'd get it in July. Oh, not you. I mean, one. I <laughs> no, mean, a I, normal person. No, no, isn't... I'm on about a bargain. I'm I like one. Like Who to... are you, the Duke of Edinburgh? <laughs> <laughs> one. I get mine in July. Um, I, if there's local rioting. Oh, I see. You get it for nothing. Get it along with your rice. Because I find the hoodies, they're not interested in the beanbags. Yeah, no. they're running past them. They want uh, they want a nice uh, VHS machine. Oh, well, well, can I just say, for the record... I can I say, I haven't rioted for a long time. <laughs> We've it's, past going, the VHS. it's going back a bit since I've rioted. A beanbag and the VHS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a problem with that? <laughs> 1980s rioting. <laughs> well, like I say, I'm a bit old for rioting now. I, I'm worried I might cop myself. It was, it was me wanting a toaster where you just think, oh, I could do one of those prongs to stick in bread and hold it in front of the fire. That'd be Some, uh... some bellows to keep <laughs> it going. <laughs> oh, it's so. Uh, this is ages. That's what this is. <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I say, by the way, before when I said that Fortnum and Mason's Piccadilly was the best, mm. we're mm. not actually allowed to say that without mentioning that other Piccadilly's are available. They are. Oh, name one, I can't. Well, <laughs> the one I didn't want to name was yeah. Hayward's Pickle. Oh. oh, right. Because Hayward's Piccadilly is made by the company owned by Jack Hayward. Nick Hayward. And, no, it's not him. Oh. Jack Hayward 
put about 80 million quid into Wolverhampton Wanderers and some people think they might have actually gone to the wall if it wasn't for him. So obviously for me, eating that is like, in the 80s, eating South African fruit. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I remember that. I think that might be the piccolily that I've got on the go, as it were, already. Forget that. Put that in the bin. We're back on the old Piccadilly chat, are we? I, um, I remember when Nelson Mandela came out. I watched it on the telly. I thought, I'll go and get myself some apples. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been desperate for some of them lovely, juicy apples. That's great. Frank, uh, Martin has tweeted us, Refrugal Sharky, which is your little moniker for mm-hmm. Alan, mm-hmm. Due, to, uh, due to Alan's failure to be in Miranda, a good part these days is hard to find. Ouch. Oh, is a that... A pun on a good heart these days. Oh, God, I'd forgotten that song mm. completely. What a clever muso pun. See, I don't think it's that frugal to buy a thing you already need in Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> sure, why would I buy a new toaster and kettle in March? Just FYI, if folly. you find you're constantly defending yourself in this fashion... <laughs> you need a, a new... You probably deserve that's that. That's what need. you're after, a toaster and a kettle. Yeah, and why not? So if you've got like, friends getting married... A student going to university for the first <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. Exactly, I should really ring Kate Winslet. She's probably got a few knocking about. Get, uh, get yourself a lava lamp frugal well, while you're at it. There's a rumour that she didn't even, they didn't even tell their parents they were going to get married. It was so That's right, but I suppose... Again, the, the parents are probably thinking, well, I'd have liked to have come, but I was at the last two, so... I'll oh, come, that is, you I'll know... come to the next one. Unlucky in love. Mm. I got myself a typewriter ribbon. In the sales? Well, kind of. Oh. It's that I went to Ryman's... Lovely. For, and, mm-hmm. uh, I, and for a typewriter ribbon, and uh, they had, incredibly, they, they had a couple ribbon. in the storeroom, which I think had been there... For some, we'll put it this way: seven and six. Did they blow uh-huh. the dust off? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. But that was uh, that was a bargain. Well, it's right. not just you and I that are interested in the sales. There was a there was a deer in a high I street love in that Essex. Story. That, I, I was really. I haven't seen any footage. Is, is there any footage yes. of that deer? Oh, I've seen it. I haven't seen. I've footage. seen it on the. We know we love animals on the rampage. It's did you? Our uh, things. <laughs> did you? It's we, our should thing. Have, we should have an animals on the rampage jingle. Yes. I can't believe Daisy, we, we need to sort that out. Had elephants, but, um, all sorts. It said that it it uh, it knocked a, a woman over. We should say yes, was, which was I like. shaken, and I feel oh, sorry I for that. It would okay. be shocking. No, she's all right mm-hmm. now. I think she's out of hospital. But the it, the reason it uh, knocked her over was it tried to jump over. <laughs> wow, that's terrible <laughs> decision making by the deer. Yeah, <laughs> the deer's coming at head down the. I mean, absolutely flat out down the high street. It's, it's this woman and thinks left, right. I'm going over. <laughs> I mean, it was. He got no chance of getting over. Mm. The speed of that deer. Oh, oh man, yeah. that must it was have, the Usain Bolt. It must have knocked the wind down. Yeah. Around. And also just the confusion that it would have created that Saturday evening when people come back from the sales and they say, deer at the sales today. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, frugal. <laughs> I'll tell you something, though. My favourite bit Drop of that me story... out, frugal. ...was that it, the deer damaged itself running into um, a shop window. Oh, I know. Right, like a moth. Like a big version of a moth. That, that took you back to the 80s. I tell you, the... Um, it was the antler luggage shop. That was why it was doing it. <laughs> but the antler... Oh, my God! <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> the animal kingdom, it really stog- struggles with windows, doesn't it? I love that. Yes. I love that even a yeah, deer... They have problems they, with it. They can't cope with the concept of glass yeah. under no. any context. You in the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Frank's 
Skinner. Absolute radio. Fine. Can we just move into football corner quickly? Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm something of a fan of that Hair Bear Bunch one who plays for Everton. Oh, Fellaini. But, yes, I like him. Mario Fellaini. He's a funny-looking chap, isn't he? And He's I, got a... I love that. I've always thought if I was capable of an afro, I would grow one. Mm-hmm. Would you? I'd love one of those really tight, like, Jackson mm. 5 afros. They look brilliant. I think if you're a white man, it, people take it the wrong way. Mm. Well, he looks so brilliant that apparently um, he's had to move because <laughs> he's mobbed everywhere he goes in Liverpool. He's moved to Manchester. He's mobbed by ladies, he claims, yeah. doesn't he? I thought he was married but, but... to Anita Dobson. <laughs> 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 he's very interested in the stars, isn't he, now? Yeah. <laughs> Keen star he says, Fellaini says, um, I'm living in Manchester now because in Liverpool the women were crawling for me. And he didn't no. add brackets, it's convenient during the transfer window. No, he didn't <laughs> add that. to sign for another he, club. Um, he says, I know I am hot and I want to move forward one day. <laughs> I, I say exactly the same of myself. <laughs> I said exactly that about myself this morning. Yeah, he wants to move <laughs> you know, forward. I know I am hot and I want to move forward one well, day. Well, if they're crawling for you, I think you should move <laughs> forward. I mean, meet them a halfway, surely. Mm. Yes. It's, uh, but he is a forward, surely. That, there's only so much more forward he can s- go before uh, he's right off the But he needs to move. If, if he doesn't want to be recognised, he needs mm. to move further than Manchester, doesn't he? Yeah, it's not surely he'll be right. Yeah. He's a very recognisable character. Well, I think what well, it is... I was going to say, when you're that, that hot, <clears throat> you know... <clears throat> I think <clears throat> what it is is... No, what is he's hot with I that, think he's about a six-foot-five Belgian with an afro... And they're ten a penny in Manchester, <laughs> whereas they're very rare in in Liverpool. What, what he should do, he should dye his hair orange, mm-hmm. and then he should wear, he should get a sort of a short like Annie, Annie or something, and then get a black and white hooped bodysuit and just hang around by zebra crossings. <laughs> oh, nobody'd even spot him. No, he'd be fine there. Mm. I tell you what he looks a bit like. Do you remember when that woman really messed up that Jesus mural? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That's kind of what came out. I don't understand this story. Surely <laughs> that's what Premiership football is like, isn't it, ladies? Yeah, um, you think. Crawling. And also, what's that bad about a, a Liverpool lady crawling, crawling at you? <laughs> you know, the, some of them are lovely. Well, I'm an honorary some scouser, the, so I object to that portrayal of scouse women. Some of the scouse crawling. women are delicious looking. No, but I imagine where... Glad of the attention. I mean, he is a handsome fellow. I imagine wherever he went, um, women would... Um, <laughs> Grovel. <laughs> crawl at crawl at his feet. Yeah. So I, I, they crawl across him. I don't know why he helps the game. He was he was the, he was a bit of a silly Billy though, wasn't he recently? He was did, he? he's naughty or wasn't he banned or something? Oh yeah, he got a ban for a bit of elbowing. Oh, oh yeah, okay. but you know, it's all part it's all part of the game that seventies oh. oh, approach. <laughs> absolute, absolute absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm not done in Football Corner. You're football crazy. <laughs> football mad, football me. Mad. Um, Roberto Mancini, you're familiar with his work. Well, yeah, you always used to. He's quite used to. He? He's in my. Um, I'm going to call it my technical area top three. Really, <laughs> yes. I don't like. I don't like a bovine eye. Do you want to know he's who they a, are, Frank? He's got a bovine eye. <laughs> Roberto, <laughs> AVB, and Alan Pardew. The top oh, yeah. three technical area. Alan Park. Love that I can silver see fox. Shut up. <laughs> no, he's. I'd like him. He'd, t- he'd take you for a nice date and drop you home in a nice Lexus or something. Good skin as well. Yes, heated oh, seats. He but, might even have a hybrid. I mean, that's the kind of character he is. Oh, yeah. Character. <laughs> yeah. 
But no, did you see? I because Look, I laughed. unfortunately it would have on the side in massive letters. Alan Pardew <laughs> drives a hybrid because that's how he would have got the free car. He's a bit anorak over suit as well. They all are. Yeah, they all are. But um, Roberto, I didn't like that Balotelli fisticuffs. It wasn't Did really you see that? Was, was it, it not? It's a bit of bib pulling. They it called was... it grappling on the news. They Did said they? there was some grappling. I was thinking it's not judo or anyway. Well, that takes me back when the wrestling used to be on World of Sport oh, yeah. on a Saturday, and at the end, uh, uh, Kent Walton used to say, "Okay, grapple fans." <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> it was a bit undignified, though. No, apparently oh, it happens all the time on training grounds. So does spitting. It doesn't make it right. That's no, one of the things that annoys me. It was me a bit when Tramps fight. I didn't like it. It was all <laughs> slow-mo <laughs> and Tramps fight. It was a bit Some of a Tramps fight. Some of the best paid Tramps on <laughs> earth, by the way. Yeah, but, you know, it's, uh, I don't, it was just a bit of togging and pushing. I disagree, because I think Balotelli has aged Roberto. Mm-hmm. Do you think? He's aged about ten years. You don't think that's the stress of management? I think it's the stress it's of him. him. I know what it could be. Do you know what it could be? In uh, 2012, he might not have had enough good sleeps. It probably put <laughs> ten years on him. Balotelli. And I, I feel his pain. No, Mancini, that's how he's gone older. has a few late nights. I think oh, he yeah. does, yeah, actually. I think, he's been, um, I think he's been appropriately fined, accordingly. I also <laughs> think someone's been interfering with the seam on his head. <laughs> yes. Which in cricket is illegal, as you know. <laughs> they've, ra- they've raised the seam. <laughs> That's what they've done to get more movement. My favourite think... thing was yesterday when they knew that there was going to be tons and tons of press coverage about it. Balotelli turned up for training in his Bentley that has camouflage. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> is it? He's got a camouflage <laughs> Bentley. Brilliant. You think, is this his version of keeping a low profile? <laughs> he's turned up in a £120,000 car that he's had. Printed that's in his, camouflage. That's his broken Britain car. <laughs> and I think he's chosen a Bentley just because it's a little bit like Balotelli. The, Maybe. The, the yes. Maybe. I think people do that all the time. I've always thought that's why Tina Hobley's in Holby City. That's why I yes. drive a Cortina. It's nearly like Cochrane, isn't it? It's not quite, but I couldn't think of any other cars. No, that off the, off the like, top of your head, it was splendid. So Frank doesn't think this is bad. I I think Roberto should call injury lawyers for you because he had an injury in the workplace. <laughs> that would be brilliant oh, yeah. if he did that. Yes, I don't think it, I think that would cause it to get out of hand. Now, I think that um, what I liked about it there was a bit of I don't know if you've ever read of Mice and Men mm-hmm. oh, yes. by John Steinbeck. I have, there was an element of that. There's the big, <laughs> big lumbering. Um, you know, I didn't mean to do it, boss. <laughs> oh, George. No, well, you did do it. And see how you hurt Scott Sinclair. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you then? Oh, come on, George. <laughs> Little extract there from um, John Steinbeck's Of Mice and Men here on Absolute Radio. Mm. Frank, um, we've also been chastised Uh-oh. for a deer mention, but no deer hunter theme music. <laughs> oh, what an oh. opportunity. Me- I tell you. If opportunity comes, don't knock it. You remember what the man said? You no, know, I, I, that is a very, very good point. I feel awful about that now. Mm. I mean, how often do we get the chance to play the deer hunter theme? Um, no, that wasn't a rhetorical question. OK. Can you actually find that out? Once a week, I think. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. My other New Year's resolution to prank you a bit more. No. It's, not, it's not really. OK. <laughs> well, look, there's, there, you know... There's other people um, looking for work. Mm. If anyone here, Can if I say anyone I like here the, isn't happy, you would talk to the well point. look of Simon Cowell yeah. there, Frank. Well look, <laughs> <laughs> I just you know there are people desperate for work at the moment, so yeah. I think we should all need to be on our toes. Are you oh. referring to unemployed graduate uh, Adam Pacini? I am. Pacini. Pacini. He's, Pacini. He, no, he didn't write Labo M. 
No, you're it's right. It's not Puccini. Puccini's a different fellow, yeah. isn't it? What's he called? Puccini? Adam Pacitti. <laughs> Pacitti? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Let's call the whole uh, thing. For people that don't know, he Pitter. spent his last £500 taking out a billboard, ad- billboard advert uh, saying, give us a job, essentially. I mm. spent my £500 on this last billboard, which is a bit like me. Uh, every bit of money I spend, <laughs> I then mention how much it's cost me to spend. I doubt it. that you've spent £500 <laughs> in your <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's a bit vulgar to mention how much things cost, though. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You shouldn't have brought that up. The, the woman that I sat next to at the football on Boxing Day kept saying, come on, town, this has cost me 75 quid. Like, I was thinking, oh, but it's brilliant being your kids. And you wonder why you have yeah. these stereotypes. Exactly, yeah. That's but, how much it is to watch Ottersfield town. Yeah, for ten people. No. <laughs> <laughs> OK. No, I, um, it's a coffee at the Arsenal. It's not bad, <laughs> is it, 500 quid for a billboard? I yeah, thought it, it would be more than that. In London you as know, well. That, makes, London, it, that which... makes a girl think. Yeah. I mean, there's all that space. Just think what I could do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm going oh. to get what could you on. Do? I don't like the way you went, oh, yeah. <laughs> what could you do? Churchill dog, <laughs> horrible. You... Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm... he wants to get into telly, this guy, we should I'm going to spend 500 quid, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be me with my arm round a grinning polar bear. Oh, One flush nice. a day, the responsible <laughs> one, with a brimming lavatory in the background. <laughs> That's worth worth. We could all club together and do a Doctor Who poster for Frank coming soon. We could club together and do one for this show, just a massive picture of us. Well, we need to, absolutely, I'm going to pay. I suppose you have to make the poster and all that, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can sort that out, I know people. Okay, lovely. Um, Well, he used to contact us, Have you got um, a collar printer? (laughs) (laughs) We can do it in panels, can't we? We have, but it's often out of ink, so I'll see what... I'll speak and we'll get back to you on that. What about yeah, the okay. photo? Do we photocopy it then? Oh, no. <laughs> Does it have to be colour? More. No, we could do black and white. Yeah, it'd be cheaper. Film noir. We? we could just... What, let's get a big white one and we can draw it. <laughs> well, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm happy with that. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. It was lovely to be back with you. I've missed you terribly. <laughs> Goodbye. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute.